and welcome to Season 2 of the 80-20 Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Graff, and I'm thankful that you're here. I've never heard a small business owner say that they got into business so they could become a slave to it. They always want more time, more money, more freedom, more out of their business. They want a business that serves them. So the 80-20 show is the place where every week we dive into the 80-20 principle with wicked smart people, usually business owners and authors. So what is the 80-20 principle? Tim Ferriss, in his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, said that 80-20 is the principle for results-based living. The 80-20 principle, very simply, is getting bigger results from smaller efforts. There are 80-20 levers all around us that help us get more done more efficiently in less time. So here's a quick reminder before we dive into today's episode. We cover a lot of territory on every episode. Many resources and concepts are discussed, and you're going to find every one of them in the show notes on whatever platform you listen on. You can always go to the website, The8020Show, that's The8020Show.com, to get all of the episodes and all of the show notes. If you find value in this episode, please share it with others, individually or stick it on social media. Please subscribe to the podcast and take 22 seconds and post an honest review on iTunes. It would really mean the world to me. Last thing, if you know someone that would make an excellent guest on the show, please email me at sid at the8020show.com. With that, let's dive into the deep end with today's episode. Hello, my friends. Today is a very exciting day for me and for you because you're about to meet our guest, Ryan Finn. And Ryan is... I guess he's a autodidact. Is that the word that means self-educated? He's self-educated. He is so sharp and he's developed a software called Chirp and you're going to hear all about it. But he, he understands the mind and psychology of not only a small business owner for a small service business, but also of the customer and how quickly they will move on if they're not communicated with you. This interview was so much fun and so fast paced please if you're if you're driving just know that everything we talk about's in the show notes and if you're sitting still take some notes and just take this information and run with it because it will benefit your business and then please let me know how you implemented some of the information from this podcast so you can you can email me at sit at the 8020 at, yeah, the8020show.com, or you can uh, go to you know the 8020 show and comment, and I will check it out and I will get back to you. But it's very fascinating. The other thing to know, so Ryan, this is all in the show notes, but you got to know he's going to talk about his software company Chirp, C H I I R P dot com, Chirp dot com with two eyes. And if you book a demo, you just go to Chirp dot com, C H I I R P dot com slash 8020. So it's chirp.com slash 8020. And you get a really sweet discount if you become a Chirp user, but you have to book a demo to do that. You're going to be blown away. So Ryan's a smart dude. We had a lot of fun on this show. I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. Thanks again for listening. And would you please do me a solid and post a review of the show. Go to check us out on iTunes, post a review. It'd mean the world to me. Thanks so much for your time. I'll see you around. Sweet. Recording is progress. All right. So good afternoon, everybody. This is Sid Graff and it's the 8020 show. Today's guest is Ryan Finn. Ryan Finn is the CEO of Chirp. Before we dive into introductions and all that stuff, Ryan, how are you doing? Thanks for joining us today. Good. Thank you so much for having me, Sid. Appreciate it. 
Yeah, my pleasure. So you're in Utah somewhere, like Provo or somewhere in the mountains. That's right. Is that, right. Is that a ski town? Where we're at? No, we're about we're about 45 minutes from the ski towns. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm never quite clear. It's funny. I, I grew up hearing about Salt Lake City and Utah and stuff just with from uh, from history and the Mormon you know settlement of that area. And I just in my mind, it was always a desert. And the first <laughs> time I went and I saw that valley and the mountains on both sides, I just just draw jaw dropping. Yeah, it's, it's such really a beautiful cool. area. Yeah, we moved here about 10, 11 years ago from California. And uh, yeah, we love it here. Yep. Uh, okay. That's very cool. So, um, so Ryan, your, your background, you've got a fairly varied background, but all I could kind of dig up was uh, you're currently CEO of Chirp. I know you founded that in about 2018. And prior to that, uh, this, this has come from your LinkedIn profile, it says Protexter and uh, $2 million in digital course sales. Yep. But I would love to find out a little bit about that, but then like, Bring us up to speed. Let everybody get to know you. What's what's been your journey to get to where you founded Chirp? Why automations? Why Chirp? But there's a journey that got you there. Yeah, for sure. So, um, like you, like I mentioned, I moved to Utah about ten or eleven years ago. It was actually when my first son was born. We moved out of California, and my wife and I came here because you know I I I was I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I wanted to work for myself. I'm not traditionally uh, educated, if you will. I don't have a college degree, but um, and we figured Utah would be a better, better environment for building a business, but we really didn't know what we were going to do. So when we first got out here, um, I was just looking around for things to do. And I found, um, I, I, I found a company that was, um, offering windshield repair. So like, you know, like when a rock hits a windshield, yeah. um, puts a little chip in the windshield. So I studied up on that and I learned how to do it. And I was like, Oh, this seems like a pretty cool opportunity. So I bought myself a, a kit and I started going door to door selling um, windshield repair. And I was actually doing way better than I thought that I thought I could with it. Um, and uh, my brother and I started to kind of scale that little business. And we got to where we were like in 10 different dealerships. Oh, okay. um, yeah. And we built it up to where we had like, you know, uh, eight technicians and it was a, it was a good business. We were making like, <laughs> at the time we were making like 60, $70,000 a year from it each. And we were just like, man, <laughs> we're crushing it. This is like, we did it, you know? And yeah. so that was 2009, 2010. And then I did that for a few years. And then in 2014, I got the idea. There's kind of like two directions I could go with. I could say, I could keep trying to scale this business or I could, um, you know, there was, this was like at the beginning of the online course, like when it was just like new, there wasn't like, wasn't normal to say, let's do a course on this, you know? And so I got the idea of let's do a course on how to start and grow a windshield repair business. And so I put together some training videos on how to, how to set up, how to do the windshield repairs, how to contact insurance companies, how to get customers. And, and I built this little course and I was like, from there, just trying to figure out how to sell this course. And, uh, I started doing trying Facebook ads and then I would, you know, the leads would come in and I would text the lead and I'd send them a video. And I started texting the leads and I was kind of piecing together multiple softwares to try to create like a a sales funnel. Yeah. And it was working. It was like just taking off. And I, that's where I, you know, the $2 million in course sales comes in. And so, you know, I was selling this course and, and training people on how to start a windshield repair business. 
and then uh and then um in 2018 so that was 2014 15 in there so uh did that for a couple of years and then 2017 you know got the idea like hey man if this this works so well for me why wouldn't it work for you know other businesses this automation process this selling process and and so i started to get the idea to build chirp that wasn't named chirp at the time it was just i wanted to come up with i wanted to build a software um, and so, so did, you have, did you have any software engineering programming background coding at all? No, I don't have any, I don't yeah. have any programming background. I have, uh, the, our, our now developer was an old friend from before I moved out to Utah who uh-huh. <laughs> by miracle, um, was, you know, had, had semi-retired. He made a lot of money in the early two thousands, late nineties with, with programming and stuff and kind of semi-retired. And so when I got the idea, I reached out to him and said, Hey, I have this idea. I want to start programming it. And he said, you know, I've just been like praying and hoping for a new opportunity to start programming again. I've wanted to get back into it. And so he, he got on board with me like right away in 2018, uh-huh. early, late 2017, 2018. He jumped in and it was like riding a bike for him. He was back in and just like started blasting out code. And within about six months, we had a viable product that we started selling. and um, and you know, it took us a while to really find who needed this. Like at first it was like, Hey, let's sell this to, to any and every business that, that, you know, could use it. And so we sold it to anybody that would buy it. And, um, eventually, um, as more home service businesses started to use it, we started to see how really effective it was for them. And so that's where we said, you know, let, let's let's focus in on this industry because it's so needed and it's so effective. And so I, you know, it wasn't a, a originally our intention, but you know, having seen it work so well, that's where we've really focused our energy in the last year and a half or so, and uh, it's really paying off. So yeah, okay, that's a uh, that's the story that looks like a, a you know a normal curve just going straight up, but really <laughs> there's a lot more to it, but. But that's the uh, that's the general gist of the story was just really what it comes down to is I had to survive. I had to eat. My kids had to eat. And this is where we are. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah, it's funny, you know, because like, you know, the stock market goes up X percent a year on average, but it's always it's up, down, up, down, up, down. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it looks more like it. Yep. I'm sure your roads had a few detours and and dead ends that you you come back to. But it's really fascinating. A couple of things I want to point out, like I so you know, I, I have, there, there are two sides of me. One is like, I'm entrepreneurial. I do a lot of stuff. I own several businesses, but I also work with a lot of employees. And it always fascinates me where like, this is a current example. I got two guys, one guy, he's like, he has opportunistic eyes. He sees opportunity everywhere. Right. Another guy, like, he's like, man, if I could just make an extra 20 bucks, I'm like, you could, you could probably find $20 on the ground between here and your house. If you walked home today, yeah. like it, it's just everywhere. But you started your business. Like, who who goes up and you know starts saying I think I'll do rock chip repair yeah. or you know it's like the first thing that most people think is like well maybe I can deliver pizzas till I get a real job right. and but then to go the next step and I this is near and dear to my heart because it's like just go knock on doors I mean yep. go you know, people are home it's like hey can I help you with this yeah to build a, I know several people have built large and and profitable businesses just knocking on doors so yep. no lack of yep. opportunity. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, and it, it's one of those things where it's like when you're up against the wall in that kind of situation, you just, you just go for it. I look back and, and you know, you, you question it sometimes I go, man, how did I, 
how did I get through that time? <laughs> but you, you, you kind of forget how, how driven you are by, you know, scarcity by that, you know, the thought of your kid not being able to eat that kind of stuff. And it's like, you'll do whatever it takes. And, and uh, we, maybe we get a little soft in the, <laughs> in the process. Cause we get to a point where you don't want to ever go knock doors again, but, but that's all part of it, I guess. So. Yeah. It's yeah. part of the growth. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, I wanted to ask you, <clears throat> excuse me. So I get the impression that you're a numbers guy. You like stats. You like to track stuff. You you see metrics. So I'm going to bring this to a question, right? You had a post a couple, uh, six months ago or so that um, you're talking about speed to lead. Yeah. The speed to lead, when, you, when a lead comes in, how fast you contact them makes a dramatic difference in the efficiency of that lead or like your close ratio. And, but you had very specific numbers. You said, if you contact them within the first minute, you have a 391% greater chance of closing it than if you wait one more minute, one minute, and that closing goes down to you have a 160% chance of closing them. And then I'm sure it's algorithmic or whatever. It just drops after that. But with speed to lead, thinking in terms of the, now you're like, you've said, you've got to focus on home service business. And this is kind of our sweet spot. It's like, how many home service businesses even follow up with their leads? And then how, like what doing a simple version of follow-up, like how much does that increase the closing ratio or the revenue for your average yeah. small service business? So let's talk about that study a little bit first. I, I wish I could take credit for it fully. I can attest to it based on my own numbers, but it's a study I believe done by Salesforce, um, okay. which is, a you know, and this is, this is a very general study for, for form fills across the internet, right? Millions of form fills. I've personally gener generated around 200,000 leads through paid advertising through Facebook ads. So I can, I can verify that it's true, but it's not my study, <laughs> but um, yeah. so, so yeah, that first minute is the critical moment. And I, and I honestly think that this is just going to keep getting worse and worse because our attention spans are like, if you go back to that, you know, before cell phones, our attention spans were much, much longer. And then cell phones came out and they get, they shrunk. And then smartphones came out and they shrunk more. And now, you know, like we can't even get somebody to sit through a whole movie. They're just, it's like, if it's not a, if it's not a one minute reel on, <laughs> on TikTok, like that's not, that's the, our, our attention spans are just shrinking, you know? And so, yeah, yeah. so these, these studies, they may even be worse than we're, we're showing here, but um, yeah, you have that, that minute, right? People are so they're like, man, I'm, I need my, I need my air conditioner fix. I'm going to put in my information or I'm going to search it or I'm going to whatever it is. And if they don't hear back in that minute, it's like, I'm on to the next guy. I'm, I'm going to click yeah. on to the next guy or whatever it is. And so by, by automating and increasing this, the, the amount of time that by decreasing the amount of time it takes to contact that lead, we're going to have a higher conversion rate. Um, and, and it's such a simple, simple concept yet. It's been very difficult for people to, to grasp. And it's mostly just because we're busy. There's no, it's not anybody's fault. It's like, we're all super busy. And so the idea that we just sit around and wait for leads to come in is absurd. Like you're just going to sit and wait for a lead to come in so you can call them within a minute. Um, some people, you know, carpet cleaners are out cleaning carpet. They don't have time to just drop everything in and call yeah. the lead. So, um, but it is crucial to contact them. So that's where the automation steps in, right? We, we connect to any, any lead source, anywhere that a lead can be submitted, whether it's an, let's, you know, for example, let's say Angie lead, everybody hates Angie leads. Um, and mostly it's because they just aren't doing what's necessary to convert those leads. 
Um, so they, they just immediately blame it on the lead source. And I'm not going to say whether or not they're bad or good. I'm just saying that there are people that are having good success with them because they're implementing these strategies. Um, so this could be an Angie lead. It could be a Facebook lead. It can be a, a, a lead from your website. It can be a direct mail piece where they scan a QR code, things like that. The point is, is they've raised their hand. They put their hand up and said, Hey, I'm interested in your product or service. And so we got to contact them. And so the, the automation uh, starts a text message conversation on your behalf. So it's not sending, it's sending it as if you had sit there and typed the message out. So it sends it out like, you know, and say, Hey Sid, thanks for checking us out. Um, you know, I, I appreciate you requesting a quote, you know, how many stories is your house or how many rooms does your house have or whatever your business is. You'd ask just a very soft opening question. What city is your home in or something very soft to start a conversation. We're not trying to sell them yet. We're just trying to get them to engage on yeah. this medium, text messaging. And when they respond at that point, we can take over and continue and close the deal. And so, so this allows us to really, um, uh, you know, automate that process so that a hundred percent of the leads coming in are being contacted within that first minute. Um, and like you said, that curve, if, if, you know, if, if this wasn't a podcast, I'd show you the curve that it drops very dramatically within just a few minutes. So we're talking, yeah, like you said, 390 down to after five minutes, it's like down to 98%. So you're, you're, you're four times less likely to convert the sale. At let, five let me minutes. give a visual for that. So for those of you who are thinking about how the arc of this, this drop-off goes, imagine riding your bicycle off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. Bam! It goes down fast. <laughs> yep. Until yep, at the exactly. bottom, it just crashes. So and the, and people can be fooled by the conversions they're getting at the five minutes because they're get they're still converting. We're still at ninety eight percent. So so we're still converting leads and making money. So you think, hey, I'm doing a good job. But as we go to scale our business, there's only so many leads and so much to do. And so we need to maximize conversion off of the leads we're getting to be efficient so that we can scale. Yeah. So, um, so you may be making money at that, but as you go to scale, it, you, you could, your, your lead cost is going to go up. You're not going to get as many leads and it's going to be more difficult to, to scale. So you have to say, all right, how can I make more money off of the leads that I currently have now? And that's by increasing that, um, that speed to contact. Okay. I'm, I'm going to take a step backwards here just for uh, those of you listening you, you probably know this. This is very normal in the home service industry. It's like we we had a, we got bids to paint our house a few years ago. And I asked my assistant, I'm like, call, you know, get 10 of the top rated painters. Just call them, request a bid. She called all 10. One person answered the phone, one. <laughs> and at nine, she left a message. Of the nine messages, two called back. One called back three days later. One called back two weeks later. And it's the same, you know, and this, and it's, it's tragic that this is so normal. And they're like, Hey, yeah, sorry. You called me like a week ago. I've been really busy. Uh, yeah. What can I help you with? I'm like, I don't ever want to talk to you. Two like, weeks. I mean, My house is painted. I've already moved out of that house. I'm gone. Oh man. <laughs> so a funny side story. So like 10 years ago, we needed to paint our house and, uh, I have a friend in the area that's painter. And I said, Hey, could you come up and give me a price? He's like, yeah, no problem. No problem. I'll get there. And he, he like, he put it off and gone a week and I text him like, Hey, you're going to come up. He's like, yeah, 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 I'm sorry. I'll get there next week. So I'm having coffee with my wife. And uh, my wife says, you probably paint this house before he ever comes up here and get a yeah, bed. Yeah. And I went, you're probably right. And then we literally did. I went, I just, I got, I, I used to paint. So I got my stuff and I painted, I didn't want to, but yeah. prepped the house, painted all. I'm working on the trim on the last side of the house and he pulls up. Uh, he's like, yeah, I'm here to give you that bed. I'm like, 
Like I'm done. I did it. (laughs) But that's the thing that it's, it's very normal for people not to answer phones for them to not contact back, just to take their sweet old time. But on top of that, when, when you first said, you know, when we start off with like, if you reply in the first minute, I guarantee some of you listening are like, what? There's no way I can't reply that fast. But when, with the automation, you know, the psychology, a part of that with the, you, you get it. If you're automatically sending a text back and it's in the first minute, it doesn't matter when it is, it's automatic. It's like that person that has a need, it scratches their itch enough where they can stop scratching for a minute. That's, that's the very perfect point you're making, right? It's not a matter of closing the deal right then. It's a matter of stopping them from going to the next guy. And if you say, Oh, even if let's say you're a carpet cleaner and you just say, and your first text message goes out and it says, thank you so much for requesting a quote. Hey, I'm just finishing up a job. I'll contact you in just a few minutes or I'll contact you as soon as I'm done. If that's all you're doing, that's enough to stop them from going to the next guy. They've, they've accomplished what they were trying to do. They found somebody to talk to and now they're in a waiting period and they're fine with that for a certain amount of time, obviously, but they're, you've, you've accomplished the first part to stop them from clicking on that next guy. So, yes. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And anymore, you know, and so you've got the lead submission that you're talking about, you know, form fills or in, you know, you're in a local area, people just grab their phone and they go, you know, search window cleaners in Seattle or whatever their neighborhood is and boop, pops them up. And literally they just, they press the first button. Your most reviews, click, call, no answer. Next call, no answer. Screw you. Next. Like you don't, they don't leave a message unless you have a relationship with that customer already. They're not leaving a message. They're moving on, man. I, it happened to me just the other day, actually. And it's a perfect example of you clicking through that. I clicked the first one and called and then it didn't answer. And I was, I was literally just my, my son had thrown a baseball through our window and so I was, I was calling a window guy and, uh, and right as I'm about to click number two, a, a text comes in and it says, Hey, I just, I just saw your call. I'm just wrapping up this other call. He had manually sent it, which kudos to him, like great for him wow. for, 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 for doing that. Um, but he could, you know, and, and now I, now he's a chirp user by the way, <laughs> but, um, right. but after he showed up to my house and fixed my window, he's now a chirp user, but, um, the, uh, yeah, that, that missed call, um, same idea, right. Or, or after hours they call maybe it's an emergency or like they call late at night, uh, and you, you know, they're going to call whoever's next that text message can go out and say, Hey, sorry, it's after hours, but I'd love to, you know, figure out what's up. Um, I can call you tomorrow morning and just stop them from hunting for that next guy. And so, yeah, yeah that that's, and, and it's funny. We talk about this, like when we talk about the entire customer journey, this is the fir- literally the first 10 seconds of the customer journey. And it's one of the most important parts of the entire, the entire process. Well, yeah, it really is the lever that determines the direction that client's going to go. That's right. That's right. Just it's a, it's flipping a switch. So hold on, <clears throat> excuse me. So it's really fascinating. One of the things that I've been, been uh studying lately is like we're you know we got baby boomer time we got a lot of small business long long term but business owners service businesses in particular in all across the country and they're all getting ready to retire mm-hmm. and most of these guys they are not automated that, i mean i went and checked out an auto detail shop that's going to sell later this year and uh and they still do everything on paper like they have a they have a file box of note cards and all and i was like oh my god you're yeah i mean you, you really are in the previous century but there's the competition is low right now. I imagine is a lot of the dinosaurs die off and the next generation, like 
the kind of automation we're talking about just becomes more and more normal. But today oh, we're ahead yeah. of the curve. Like you're still considered early adopter if you set up an automation in the industries we're talking about. Which right is now. which is it's amazing, right? Where you're like, wow, you have an opportunity to. Well, there's two things you you need to you, you have this great opportunity to be ahead of everybody really fast um, by implementing automation in your business. But number two, if you the downside is if you don't, you die. You're I mean you're gonna die eventually from from not adapting, right? Yeah. You get I I, I helped my brother start a carpet cleaning business last year, and um, you know we launched the carpet cleaning business, and out of the out of nowhere he comes in, has all these systems in place from day one. And, you know, he makes, he makes a hundred thousand dollars his first year in business. And that's great for him. It was really awesome for him. He's really excited. Uh, but you have to think, man, if a, if a kid can start a business and in the first year in a, in a market that is, has plenty of carpet cleaners already, there's no market that doesn't have plenty of carpet cleaners comes in and takes a hundred, hundred thousand dollars his first year. You have to think, you know, it's, it's not a matter of, Oh, I've been here for 20 years. I can't die. I'm not going anywhere. It's like, no, if a kid can, can jump in and do it that fast, your business is in danger. If you're not going to adapt to these newer, newer ways of doing business. So. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So currently then we can, I mean, I believe we can fairly say that automations of this, like customer contact automations, the other automations you need in the background with your CRM and all that stuff, you've got to have that or you're just going to be yep. a disaster zone. But we're yep. just talking about the, the contact and follow-up and especially long tail follow-up, but it gives a, a business an unfair advantage or a do, duly earned advantage in this marketplace. When you are, are helping small businesses get this stuff set up, I mean, I've, and, I've, and I went and checked out Chirp and I was, you know, I'm like, okay, this is awesome. How do I set all that up? Do you traditionally, like, let's begin with the end in mind. How do you set up the architecture? How do you set up the purpose of, this is a very broad question, but we can zone it yeah. down because when you and I talked a couple of weeks ago, first met, uh, I was like, how, how deep and wide can you go? And you're basically like your net can be as wide as you want and you can fish to the bottom of the ocean. You can just <laughs> architect it for anything. And I'm like, and, and I've literally, it's been two weeks since we talked and I'm, I keep trying to wrap my head around it enough to go, wait a second. And I get, here's where I get stuck. I'm like, okay, I have to divide it into these buckets. I've got my leads. I've got my customers. I've got my follow-up. We have people that get quarterly service. I could automatically remind them by text quarterly. Oh my God. And then I, then I started getting overwhelmed. Yeah. Where yeah. do we start with a, you know, like, Hey, new guy, use chirp. Here's what you do. Yeah. So that's, that's, so when I built it, I had the, I had the idea of, of shareable campaigns and campaign groups so that um, with a code, I can I can hand somebody a, a, a little code. It's just a copy and paste of code. And they put it in the chirp and it builds their campaigns identical to, to the ones that we have, you know, for that that industry. So when, when somebody starts, and we'll just keep using the carpet cleaning business as an, an example, but it could be anybody, pressure washing, HVAC, whatever, whatever you do. There are very specific and very, you know, um, typical campaigns to use. The beauty of Chirp is we can build those in automatically and you have a core of campaigns ready to go. And they're deep, we're deeply integrated with the CRM. So it's House Call Pro, Service Titan, Service Monster. We're integrating with um, a company called Sarah and then there's, there's others. And then if we don't integrate directly, we have Zapier and that kind of stuff. 
But um, when you do when you do join Chirp, we have pre-built campaigns built into your account and we help you connect those to your CRM. So you're not changing the way you do business now. You're triggering things from your CRM. You know, if you're, let's just use House Call Pro as an example. You've got, you know, estimate sent. The moment you send that estimate in, in House Call Pro, it triggers the estimate follow-up campaign. And that campaign can be a 10-day, 15-day, three-week, whatever, however long you want that to be. And it will, if the person does not, you know, immediately accept the estimate, it's going to continue to follow up by sending text messages, emails and voicemails um, to that customer, obviously in a tasteful manner. We're not going <laughs> to spam them. We want to convert them, but we want to follow up, you know, aggressively, but, you know, tactfully. And so, um, and so just by implementing that, the, you're, you're going from, here's your estimate, hoping that you close immediately to, oh, I'm going to reach out to every single estimate I send and consistently follow up with them for, you know, 12 touches or 15 touches over the next few weeks to make sure that I'm getting the maximum conversion out of those leads. So we help you set that up and connect it. And then you say, all right. Um, and you know, then we've got the post job follow-up where we're going to request a review. We can request referrals. We can, you know, we have the guys that are sending out like a, you know, um, give a referral, get something back kind of thing where it's like, Hey, get, give, you know, give us a referral. We'll give you $20 off your next thing. And it's all automated so they can just plug in the name and it starts the text message conversation with the, with the new lead and thanks the, um, thanks the, uh, you know, original customer at the same time. And then, uh, and then it triggers, you know, uh, the follow-up after to, you know, say, all right. And if this is a carpet cleaning job, follow up in 12 months and say, Hey, it's been 12 months since your last carpet cleaning time to get back on the schedule. What day works for you? And so now, you know, after a year of doing business and getting, let's say, you know, let's just throw out a number and say you do, you know, a thousand jobs in a year. Uh, now next year, a thousand people are in automation to be followed up with automatically. You don't have to pay for additional advertising and things. They're going to continue to get, uh, you know, communicated with automatically. So now your business is just running on, you know, uh, I don't want to ever say autopilot. You never run a business on autopilot, but your, your outreach really is on autopilot with those past customers. So you can focus still on getting new customers and growing, but you're maintaining your asset, you're maintaining your database. So, so to, to answer that as a kind of a long-winded winded way to answer your question, um, we have pre-built stuff, it's there. We help you connect it in, you edit it. And then we have a community of automation people who are ready to talk and answer questions and help you set up. The cool, like I was saying, the cool thing with Chirp is when you say, oh, what if I could do this? And you would just go, of course you can do that. Let's show you how to do it. And we'll show you how to create an automation for that particular task. So it comes down to much more than just text message automation. It's task automation, um, starting and stopping certain things at the right points throughout the, can- throughout the customer journey, um, you know, communicating with other systems to send out, you know, let's say you want to send a box of cookies with your logo on it you know, you can trigger that to be automated. There's really endless, endless numbers of ideas you could come up with. Wow. Okay. So I can, you exit the campaign. And so my, my lead and my customer, it's, it's following up with them, but there could be triggers in there where, for example, like this lead gets their second follow-up, but then it triggers my office manager call this person. But we're like, yes, you can, yeah. you can have side triggers and actions. Yeah. Yeah. Do other things for other people. 
Yep. It's connected to Slack. It's connected to, it can also send text messages to, in, to your internal team. So like if you're using Slack and you say, all right, uh, on this campaign on day one, send a text message, day two, send a voicemail, day three, trigger my, you know, my admin to call the person. It would send them a Slack notification or a text or whatever, however you want to notify. It also has an internal task builder. So it can, you know, pop up a task. And then they can go through and go, okay, I need to call these people. And so now you're, you're not, you're not automating out the human. You're turning that human into a superhuman that can do a lot more and be a lot more efficient. Gotcha. Okay. So you compared it to not automating out a human, but I was just thinking with, um, with, with a standard amount of automations through chirp, we'll just use chirp mm -hmm. as the example, Yep. like whatever, you know, you're following up, let's say you get, you get, you know, 50 leads a week or yep. whatever somebody's normal that's normal during our busy season so get yep. that so we can put those in automatic and i go if i had to hire somebody just to do that follow-up <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly how right. many people yep. would it take how many hours a week would that take a day and you know to replace you know whatever i don't even I, I, you know chirp is however much it is a month you know if it's 200 whatever, you, whatever it is yeah so let's say yeah. okay. So compared yeah. to paying somebody 600 bucks a week just to, to send out text messages and phone calls. Like. That's the right comparison because last year I did the math on just on my business personally. Uh, I did the math on the number of text messages. Now the word, I'm just talking about the number of text messages Chirp did for mm -hmm. me, but there's a lot of things that other things it did, but let's just use texting as the metric. And I accounted for about 30 seconds per text just thinking like, okay, that's how much time it would take to type the message. Also to read the previous message and like come up with the right message, 30 seconds to a minute per text message. I'm talking somewhere like 40 hours a week that I would have to pay somebody just to do that one thing, texting people back and forth. Um, yeah. So, so I would either, I can either pay chirp for this subscription and the setup, or I can pay somebody 40, a full-time wage to do the, to do the same thing. So, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, before, before Snapchat and, uh, and TikTok, uh, my teenage children could send a thousand texts. Yeah, exactly. Right. Text okay. a day. I just, <laughs> I spoke in an event last week and, and I, and I made the joke as I I've, I've spent, I've sent, sent or received over 5 million text messages in my career. Uh, the only people that text more than me are teenage girls. <laughs> so, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, okay. So I, I've, I actually wasn't aware of the shareable campaigns and the pre-built because, uh, you know, a, a lot of guys and gals that are running a business, I mean, they're already busy and they're like, man, this is awesome, but that's one more thing I have to do. Right. Right. Oh my God. Right. But if you like, for me personally, like if you give me an example, like not a template, but here's an example, I go, Oh, I'm just going to tweak that a little bit. Yep. But if you say here, write these 10 things, I'm like, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Having that core has been a huge part of it. And I'm glad, you know, early on, I kind of had that idea of, Hey, let's make these campaigns shareable so that the content's just there. Um, and it, it even creates kind of an internal, it, it creates kind of this internal marketplace where, you know, if you're a company that, um, you know, maybe you, you, there are coaching companies out there and they have their own like specific types of follow-up. And they're able to package those campaigns and, and, and hand them to their coaching customers as well. Like here's our campaigns on how to do this, you know? So, yeah. um, so yeah, that, that, that was a, that was a, a big thing for us to make them shareable like that. That's really cool. Let's go back to the speed part. Cause uh, I mean, this is the 80, 20 show. When we talk about making things more simple, more effective, let's get more done with less time. Clearly this fits the bill exactly. Right. But with, 
you, when, when we were talking a couple of weeks ago, you talked about, you spoke specifically about like House Call Pro and Angie Leads and something about the, your API and the way it connects that basically, if I recall correctly, it's like when a lead goes out through, let's call it Angie Leads, that Chirp is the first responder. Yeah, like it's just faster yeah. than, yep. than other systems. Well, because we're web, we're we're using what are called webhooks into into the, we're, this is specifically Angie leads, and and it and it could be the case for other lead providers, but let's just use that as as this example. We're webhooking into the data, so we're actually capturing when the when the customer fills out the data and it is submitted to Angie lead, their API triggers, and we're able to grab the data. And this is this is robots, right? This is this is automation happening. So it's grabbing the data, putting into chirp, triggering the campaign, and sending the text message. In the same time, um, Angie is also sending the emails to the other contractors, your competitors, yeah. to um, you know to call. And so you know, if you've done Angie leads in the past, you've seen like, you've been like, I can't get to these leads fast. And by the time I call them, they've already done business with somebody else. And these are guys that are waiting like five, 10 minutes. If you wait five, 10 minutes, that lead is, has already been called multiple times. So, so by web hooking in, we're getting that data and sending that text message. And oftentimes we're getting the text message delivered to the customer before the emails are even hitting the inboxes. So yeah. we've already, I mean, it's kind of just crushing that competition there. So. Yeah, that's phenomenal. I was in a coaching group and a few, a couple of years ago, and one of the other cohorts uh, has pest control in Florida. He's yeah. got a couple of locations does really well, but he was talking about uh, house called Pearl and getting those leads. And he, you know, he has the lead would go directly to the cell phone of his sales guys. And he's like, our, like our gold standard is you call them within a minute. Yep. Like if you wait five minutes, it's too late. And I just, even then, well, back then I was like, there's no way. Yeah, like, just what like if you're it. on a call? Yep. What if you're driving? What do you yep. like? There's like 20 ways it could go wrong. Um, yep. When you're using that example of, of um, Angie leads and with web hook and it gets the data and stuff and sends it out. Is it just a generic text? Like, Hey, you've got your thing. Here we go. Or is it customized? Does it draw in the, like the customer's name and go, hi, Sarah. Got yeah, your. It's, yeah. It's customized. And, and personal. personal. Yeah. It's a conversation starter. We want it to look like it's just like if, if you did it, Sid, if you submitted your information, it, the, the text message you would receive would be, Hey Sid, this is, this is Ryan with, you know, um, pineapple carpet cleaning. Um, thank you for requesting a quote. Um, what city is your home in or, or, you know, how many bedrooms does your home have or whatever, you know, like I said, that soft, soft question. question. Yep. And then yeah. we've, we've, by the time the other co- contractors are calling, they're like, Oh yeah, I'm already, I'm already working with these guys. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Here's a weird question. This really hasn't, doesn't have that much to do with our conversation, but <laughs> cause if somebody, I, I'm just thinking like, if somebody was really good at just generating leads in their local marketplace, could they use chirp to, I mean, they could use this to connect and follow up and then, basically outsource all the, like, let's say it's carpet cleaning. I can generate a ton of carpet cleaning leads and then I will take those leads and sell them to my local competitors. Oh yeah. There's people that do that for sure. There's, okay. yeah, there's, there's agencies and stuff that will lead generation agencies. Um, if they're doing it right, they should be doing both. Like there's, there's lead generators that'll generate the lead and hand them to you. Whereas in my opinion, they should be doing the next step is, in starting that communication with the lead first. 
Um, but yeah, absolutely. Facebook leads. I've generated, like I said, just thousands and thousands of leads on Facebook ads. And I use the, the Facebook form, the native uh, form. It's called Facebook lead ads. And it's basically when you're scrolling through Facebook, you see an ad and you click on it and a form pops up on Facebook. You don't actually leave yeah. Facebook and you submit that form. We're directly integrated with Facebook. So, so that data immediately um, shoots right into Chirp right when they click it and then they receive oh, wow. a text message. So from the time that they submit the, the there's, so, so this is, this is the magic of it. You're scrolling through Facebook. You've never heard of me before. You never heard of my carpet cleaning business. You see my ad and it says, Hey, we're, you know, um, we're doing a fall special right now. Click here to get the special or whatever the, whatever the advertisement is. And you go, you know, what? I do need to get my carpets cleaned. They click the button once they click it a second time because all the data is already there. The, the name and the phone number, it's already put in by Facebook. Yeah, pre-filled. They just have to click the second button. And then now I'm in a text message conversation with that lead, all within you know 30 seconds to a minute of them learning about my company. And I'm now in a conversation with them, um, wow. which is just magical. <laughs> yeah. My gosh, that's, that's phenomenal. Even if like if somebody used Chirp or that kind of automation, it didn't do anything else with it. Yes. That just, that puts you so far ahead of the pack. That's stunning. Yep. So we, I want to be respectful of your time. I know we both have constraints today and I literally, I just looked down. I was like, what? We've already been rolling for <laughs> yeah. this long. And like, I, I just get caught up. Yeah. Um, I know you've, you've got a, you've got an API, you've got some direct integrations. You can integrate through uh, Zapier for a lot of stuff, but, but Chirp can handle text messaging, emails, uh, your, your uh, voicemail drops, your ringless voicemails. It can also yep. trigger other actions. Can it, so you use the lead ads as an example. Can you tie Chirp into Facebook for your chat? I mean, when, when somebody clicks and send a message to your Facebook Yes. Yeah. Facebook so, so Facebook uh, Messenger doesn't allow for automation, um, but they do allow you to API into their messenger so that your inbox is all in one. So we have the, you know, the text message and Facebook Messenger all in one spot. So your, your admins or whoever's, uh, whoever's running this is mm-hmm. um, not having to leave and go over to Facebook to respond to messages. It's all in one centralized dashboard. Yeah. Wow. Okay. How happy are you for your old friend that was a programmer that was similar retired. Oh, like (laughs) (laughs) he, like I can't. Okay. If I could, he's a miracle worker. Like he's like uh, he's like a genius savant level, like programmer. There's, I mean, the amount of stuff he's built is just like, it's mind boggling. When we show it to people, they're just like, there's no way it does all this stuff in one spot. And we're like literally a small team, um, we're not, you know, venture backed. We don't have, we're not some giant, you know, venture backed company, but we are competing with the biggest companies out there and have way more features and way more automation. We just finished the Google My Business integration. So now all of the reviews, so we could send review requests, um, you know, just like anybody else after the job, send the review request. Um, but now we finished the, the, the Google My Business integration so that you can respond to reviews within the platform. You can, um, you'll be able to post those automatically to Facebook, be able to put the little widget that pops up on your website that says, hey, you have a new, a new review. Uh, all, and the, the whole thing is here is we, we're, we're creating this giant toolbox where everything automation is all in one spot. You don't have to think about, you know, adding tons of different systems to one, you know, to, 
to try to accomplish it. And what's really, really cool about that is, you know, I see these people that are tying together like four or five different systems for their whole thing. And by the time the journey of the customer is done, that customer's received text messages from like three different phone numbers. They've yeah, got yeah. text messages coming from the first one. They've got it coming from their CRM, from their review requesting thing. And the customer's just confused. We trigger yeah, everything yeah. along the whole way. You do everything the way you're doing it now, but it's triggering within Chirp. And the and we're basically automating the relationship building process because we started the conversation at lead inception. We carried that conversation on professionally all the way through to when we ask for the review. And then now in 12 months, when we reach back out and say, hey, it's time to get your carpets cleaned again, that, that conversation's still on their phone. They can scroll back through and see the whole conversation. They immediately go, oh yeah, this is my guy. This is my wow. guy. You know, so. Yeah, that, that's just so huge. Okay, I, I know we have to go. I want to ask you, are you familiar with, with uh, Richard Cope, Richard Kosh? I think he, he wrote the 80-20 principle book uh, in the like late 80s, early yeah, 90s. Yeah, 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 of course. Okay, yeah. Yeah. He, he wrote a book of, yeah, maybe six years ago, uh, called Simplify. And he said they're they're basically if you if you want a star business, like using the star principle, um, it needs to be either a price simplifier or a problem simplifier. And like a price simplifier is your Walmart, Amazon. Uh, a problem simplifier is your Apple. They're elegant, but they cost more than anybody else. Right. But they but it's so simple to use. You just it's intuitive. And that's like, just as you're going through the things that the chirp is not something I do this, I've duct taped 20 pieces of little widget softwares together to try yeah. to make them work and talking like this does that. And this is a postcard. And, that, yeah. yep. and, and it's, it's clunky as shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, somebody could be like, they're still going in one system on channel one, but they're already in a different system on channel two. And so it yep. gets this inconsistent messaging to the customer, but what you've worked with, you know, done and designed or masterminded and have gotten into the marketplace is something that simplifies. I don't, I, I'm trying, I was trying to back in my head to go like, how many softwares could you replace with this? But just <laughs> put it all, put it all in one place. I hate having extra channels. Yep. I don't, you know, voicemail, text, regular voice. I've got two phone numbers. There's a cell phone, regular phone, da, 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 you know, and then it's, it's just too much stuff to keep track of. Yep. So, and the customer the customer just wants to text. I mean, at the end of the day, and, and sure, okay, you can argue with me that there are some that don't, but right now, people just want to text. I, yeah, it, 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 yeah there's going to be the stragglers and the and the the exceptions to the rule. But if you make it easy for your com your customers to contact you and you maintain good communication, you'll be light years ahead of most businesses out there. I mean, it's as yeah. simple as that. If you like, you can screw up the job terribly. And if you communicate well, you'll be able to save that job. Like it's right. all about communication and just keeping it simple and, and saying and doing what you say you're going to do and just following up through the whole process. So, yeah. okay. Well, cool. As we wrap up, um, please let us know this. First of all, how can people find out about more about you find out about chirp? We have to spell it because they can't see it written. It will be in the show notes, but, yep. but that, and then, then if you have anything else you'd like to share with us about like simplification and implementation, because as you're telling your story, what I was picking up is that you're, you're very much the guy that just gets shit done. Like just, <laughs> okay. Like, okay. I got to get, I got to get to work. So I'm just going to grab this thing and think, well, all right, go knock on door. Like you're not waiting around. So you implement and you've deeply simplified something that can be incredibly complex. So 
Yes. How do we find out about you? Share some wisdom. So, um, yeah. So chirp, chirp.com, C H I I R P.com right now, as it is, I do, I do the demos with, with the business owner. So if you do book on chirp.com, you'll be doing a demo with me. Um, I will show you the ins and outs of how chirp works. And then the beauty of our software is that when you join chirp, you're not buying just chirp, you're buying into my ecosystem. You're buying into my, um, my, uh, you know, community and we're there to help you implement automation in your business. So even if it's, you know, you, you come to us and you say, Hey, I want to be able to do this. And we say, we'll, we'll say, no, you don't, you want to do it like this. And we'll show you an even better way to do it. You know, we're there to help. You don't have to come up with everything. The ideas are there. And then we have a community, a Facebook group that is constantly talking about different ways they're using Chirp, different new ideas, how to implement certain things. And I'm very active in that group to help, um, to help everybody just really adopt automation. It's not an overnight thing. It's not something that you're going to sign up tomorrow and then everything's going to be automated in your business. We're talking about a huge shift, right? So it's going to take time to make those shifts. But as you do, I can promise you that you will never go backwards from there because you'll go, man, how did I ever do it before this? You know, it's kind of like how we do with the cell phones now. It's like, how did I ever operate without a cell phone? You know, yeah. but businesses did, they, they survived, you know? But now it's like, man, I can't operate without my cell phone. This is the same thing. Once you get to that point where your follow, your follow-up is all automated and there's all these things happening where it's like, man, there are so many tasks being completed in my business that I have that I don't have to do anything for. How could I ever go back to, you know, the old way of doing it? And we're there to, to really help you do that, help you implement that. And we want to see you succeed with automation in your business. So we're here to make that happen. Wow, that's cool. That's really cool. All right. You have, you have anything else you'd like to share? You got any wisdom you want to lay on people? <clears throat> Excuse um, me. Yeah. The, <clears throat> I mean, at the end of the day, uh, the, the one thing that I can say is, is your, your mind, a lot of people say, I do it like this because this is how it's always been done. If you catch yourself saying that you're doomed, you're in trouble. You need to step back. <laughs> you need to step back and look at yourself and say, if it's the way that it's always been done, there's likely somebody else, somebody like me or some, some of the guys that work with us that are trying to figure out a way to crush you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so you can either be the one crushing or you can be crushed. And so just, uh, don't don't kick against progress. Don't kick against automation. Look at it as 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 progress in the world, and and just and it's again, it's not job killing. It's not we're not taking jobs away. We're making people's time more valuable. So um, so yeah, uh, head over to chirp.com. C H I I R P. There's a ton of stuff there, ton of videos and things you can look at. But like I said, on the site, there's a button all over. It says schedule a demo. You can schedule a demo that'll be directly with me. I will talk to you about how this can, you know, um, affect your business and how we'll make a plan together on how we can get you going. So, yeah. Phenomenal. Okay. Well, Ryan, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming back on. Well, this is the first time on the show, but we interviewed yeah. a couple of weeks ago for uh, the convention coming up where you're going to be speaking at the huge convention for, you know, uh, home service businesses. But I get you're, you're incredibly sharp, but I'll, I love the way that you think to organize things. Don't let it get complex. Just keep it simple, but put it into action and move it forward. It's like, you're not, it's the the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. It's like, okay. don't overcomplicate it. Just start walking. Yep. So, exactly. That's it. Exactly. Just start with one simple automation. We'll add more. We'll add more. Pretty soon you'll be fully automated. <laughs>
Awesome. Well, thanks again. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in, in Nashville in August at the uh, yeah, convention. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to the huge, make sure you check me out. I'll be, uh, I'll be speaking there as well. So yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to press the button, stop the recording, stay on for just a second so yep. we can chat just Thank a little bit more. It. Yep. All right. Thanks. Okay, you guessed it. That sound is the sound that means this episode is over. I want to thank you so much for taking your time to listen. I really appreciate it, and I don't take it for granted. If you liked the show, if you loved it, the best thing I would like to ask you to do is share it. Share it with your friends. Share it with someone that you think it will help. And go ahead and subscribe, download, comment on social media. Those things help, too. Write us a review on iTunes. That'd be a big plus. And... With that, if all of the resources or anything that was mentioned that there's, you know, a searchable link to, if it was mentioned in the episode, it's going to be in the show notes. So the show notes are found at the8020show.com. That's the8020show.com, the8020show.com. And if you would like to get a copy of one of our really cool cheat sheets or resource packs that we talk about in the 8020 service business, Go to 8020servicebusiness.com. That's 8020servicebusiness.com. And there you can also pick up a copy of Perry Marshall's excellent book, The 8020 Sales and Marketing Ultimate Guide to Making More with Less. That is an excellent book, and it will definitely help you to move along the 8020 curve. And there on our on our website, you can pick that up for one penny plus shipping. Okay, so please take time to do that. Again, thanks again. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for liking and sharing the show. Uh, special thank you to our producer, Zane Renault and my co-collaborator, Michael Dalkey. If you've got any questions, you can search us up on social media, on Facebook, and post your questions, send us a message. We'll definitely get back to you. Thanks again. This is Sid Graff with the 8020 Service Business or the 8020 Show. See you next time.